Hi, I'm Andrew Bucklow. And I'm Bronte Coy. And this is the latest from the newsroom. It's Thursday, January 30th. It's still all about the coronavirus today. The first case of the disease has now been confirmed in Queensland, bringing Australia's total number of people infected to seven. A second case has now also been identified in Victoria. Australia's chief medical officer has ramped up health advice for people who have recently travelled to China's Hubei province, urging them to self-isolate for 14 days, even if they're not showing any symptoms. That comes after yesterday's announcement that any Aussies evacuated from Hubei will be quarantined on Christmas Island for 14 days. So a quick check of the stats. There are currently 6,000 confirmed cases of the virus worldwide, while the number of suspected cases is now more than 9,000. In other news this morning, a US investigator has given new insight into the devastating helicopter crash that killed NBA legend Kobe Bryant and eight others. Jennifer Homendy from the National Transport Safety Board revealed the last known communication from the pilot. Have a listen to this. The pilot requested flight following to continue to Camarillo, but Southern California Tracon advised the pilot that they were too low for flight following. Approximately four minutes later, the pilot advised they were climbing to avoid a cloud layer. When ATC asked what the pilot planned to do, there was no reply. U.S. President Donald Trump has ramped up attacks on his former national security advisor, John Bolton, whose upcoming book could harm Mr. Trump's impeachment trial defence. Mr. Bolton's book reportedly says that the president wanted to freeze military aid to Ukraine until they agreed to open an investigation into Mr. Trump's political rival, Joe Biden. You won't believe it. Mr. Trump has tweeted about it. He has attacked Mr. Bolton, saying the former advisor had begged for the job and shown poor judgment. Mr. Trump said Bolton got fired because, frankly, if I listened to him, we would be in World War VI by now. Mm. Mm. Back home this morning, music fans are furious after finding out sound relief is cancelled. That's the massive concert aiming to raise money for bushfire relief, and it was supposed to happen in March. Tickets for the concert hadn't gone on sale yet, right? The lineup hadn't even been announced either. But some of the artists being teased to perform included Ed Sheeran, Elton John, and the boss himself, Bruce Springsteen. Spingstein. Okay, I thought you'd pick up on that. <laughs> also, what a lineup. Anyway, organisers released a statement on Facebook to explain their decision, but it's super vague. They've claimed that if it went ahead, it wouldn't have produced, and I quote, the impactful result that we believe these events can and should have. I don't really know what that means. But anyway, we'll take a break. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. In entertainment now, and a Hollywood actress has revealed that she turned down the role of a lifetime. Claire Danes, you might know her from Homeland, said on a podcast that she was offered the role of Rose in Titanic, but said no. What in the world was she thinking? She had just wrapped playing Leonardo DiCaprio's lover in the 1996 film Romeo and Juliet, which was filmed shortly before production on Titanic was set to begin. Now, is it true that after that movie, I hope this is true, that you got offered Titanic? I think I did. Okay. I'm not entirely 
clear on that. Sure. But I was like, there was interest in there you. Was, How about that? There's strong interest. But honestly, like, I just made this romantic epic with Leo in Mexico City, which <laughs> right. is where they were going to shoot right. Titanic. Right. And I, I just didn't have it in me. Right. And yeah. I think I really wasn't ready for it. I just couldn't do it. Now, when the movie then gets made and it's the biggest movie of all mm-hmm. time, do you have regret about it? Or you're no. like, no, 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 I chose right. Zero regret. Oh, poor Claire. I bet she's still got a sinking feeling. Oh, uh, finishing off with sport, Dominic Team has pulled off the biggest upset of the Australian Open by sending world number one Rafael Nadal packing. The Austrian fifth seed beat Nadal for the first time in a Grand Slam as he recorded the 7-6-7-6-4-6-7-6 victory. He will now meet Alexander Zverev in the semi-final, who's become a bit of a fan favourite at the Australian Open thanks to his generous offer to the bushfire appeal. Have a listen. Now, before the tournament, you made a a magnificent gesture. You you told everyone here that you would give $10,000 to the bushfire relief fund for every match you won. So we're now at $50,000. You also said that if you won this tournament and won your first Grand Slam, that you would donate your entire check to the Bushfire Relief Fund. We want to know if that's still true. Yes, it is still true. Um, let's, I mean, let's, uh, I hope I can make it happen. I made the people of Australia promise. I will keep that promise. Uh. That's it this morning from the newsroom. And you can now hear from the newsroom on your daily drive, a personalised playlist from Spotify with news from us every morning and afternoon. Check it out in the Made For You section on Spotify. Have a great day and we'll see you in the afternoon for your latest update. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.